Happy New Year! Merry Christmas! Welcome to 2023! The Benny Show is back! I love you! We are re-energized, we are refreshed, we are renewed, we are ready to repeat a wonderful year. Why do we say 2022 was a wonderful year? Well, there's a lot of positives that happened in 2022, and we're gonna build on them. The GOP got back the house. Elon Musk bought Twitter. We overturned Roe v. Wade. There were huge advances made in the breaking down of the matrix and the control mechanisms for your mind. And so we are going to hit the ground running this year. This week, Elon Musk is going to destroy the number one worst official in American history. Worst government official currently actively serving, although I think he's officially resigned now. Elon Musk gift wrapped and handed to us over the Christmas break an incredible, maybe greatest gift I've ever received. He is going to be releasing the Fauci files. He is going to start, he is going to start the destruction and truth and reconciliation of Dr. Fauci. Now, Dr. Fauci has officially resigned, resigned. Dr. Fauci is now officially gone from his post at NAID. But he ain't gone because I think that now the Republican Congress and Elon Musk are going to start giving him the true business. Let's jump in here and see what has been released. So officially, officially, Elon Musk has exposed that there was a Fauci fan club inside of Twitter. Twitter's new boss, Elon Musk, claimed that the former staffers at the social media company operated a bootlicking Slack channel titled Fauci Fan Club in an unironic homage to the nation's soon-to-be-retired infectious disease expert. Yes, there was a Fauci fan club. Elon Musk made the remark in a series of tweets Wednesday following up with a series of posts earlier that month that disparaged the U.S. top doc Anthony Fauci. The new comments aired by Musk came in response to Fauci disregard for the Tesla kingpin's barbs in a recent interview where he demanded that the doctor be prosecuted for allegedly sharing, uh, starting the pandemic through the use of illicit government-sanctioned experiments referred to as gain-of-function research. The controversial experiments involve manipulating viruses to make them more severe and more transmissible with the hope of getting ahead of future mutations and outbreaks. Since taking over Twitter, Elon Musk has been keen to show the previous management promoted liberal narratives, including but not limited to working actively with the FBI and the CIA to openly suppress American thought. We know this now. This is provable fact. Musk claims Fauci, who has repeatedly denied that COVID-19 was leaked from a lab, lied to Congress and secretly funded gain-of-function research. Now, we know Dr. Fauci lied to Congress because we have the tapes. We have the tapes of him shaking and quivering and worrying and literally involuntarily an involuntary nervous system reaction when you know you're lying. Many people have many different tells. Dr. Fauci's is shaking. Rand Paul grilled Dr. Fauci on this issue and said, did you fund gain-of-function research in order to make viruses more deadly inside the Chinese lab that was the cause of COVID-19? It's the bloody glove of our political era. Here's how Dr. Fauci responded. Getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2, that's where you are getting let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It did I come can... from the lab, but all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You... And there will be responsibility for those that... who funded the right. lab, including yourself. I totally this resent. This committee will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, 
It is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is molecularly. Those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That you is can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Those viruses are molecularly impossible no to result no in SARS-CoV-2. Cause the pandemic. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were animal viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you admit the truth. So Rand Paul probably should have a conversation with police officers after that public beating. I'm not sure you can beat someone nearly to death that beautifully in public without getting a call from your local police station saying, hey, listen, man, the public beatings, those went out of style in the 1800s. Nobody has ever been filleted like that inside of a Senate committee ever in my lifetime. Dr. Rand Paul, who's a real doctor, an actual doctor. I've actually traveled with Rand Paul and watched him do eye surgeries for a little special that we did a couple of years back. He's an incredibly sophisticated, smart, intelligent human being. Got directly to the point of the issue there. If you funded gain-of-function research, which we know you did, we have the article right here, from The Intercept of all places, a far left-wing publication. Here it is. Read it and weep. NIH documents provide new evidence U.S. Funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. U.S.-funded experiments in China posed biosafety risks but did not cause COVID-19 pandemic, scientists say. Scientists say. Experts say. Guys, how stupid do you think we are? How stupid do you think we are? If you scroll down through the article, you can see that what's going on here is that they are funding through a loophole, by the way through a loophole because this is illegal to do this research in America because it's so dangerous. They go to China to do this research because the Chinese will take any American money that is offered to them. They do this research. What this research does is it inserts spike proteins, which is a very specific type of protein into a virus. Why is that important? The spike protein is what allows, it's like a secret key that allows that virus to infect a human cell. That's what they were doing. They were taking these mutated sick viruses. There, there are billions of viruses in the world. The vast majority of them, like 99.9% .9 cannot infect human beings. Okay. They travel between different creatures, different subsections of species, and they are not able to infect human beings because they do not have a spike protein. Here, you can actually see the data there from the laboratory. Dead point. What you're looking at there is the laboratory data on the ability to take the deadliest viruses in the world, add spike proteins to them, essentially to snipping and manipulating the genome, Frankenstein experiments, and then those new SARS-CoV-2, a novel coronavirus. So the coronavirus exists in the horseshoe bat in southern China. They take that virus out of the bat. They add the keys to get into human cells, and then they release it. Did they do it on purpose? Did they do it on accident? Doesn't matter. Dr. Fauci funded that. We know this. There, th we have the paperwork. I just showed you a far left-wing intercept. The far left-wing intercept shows you dead to rights. Dr. Fauci funded that. He was caught. And we know he's lying. Look at his hand. Watch. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists, those viruses are molecularly impossible no to result are. No in SARS-CoV-2. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because yeah, they were animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you admit the truth. And you implying... Senator Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come... Have you, seen, have, have you seen Dr. Fauci on every piece of media available? We'd love to have him on our show. I'd love to ask him some questions. Dr. Fauci's been on every show. Every hot light imaginable has been directed at this man. Have you ever seen him shake? That's the clip. That's the clip.
You see him shake. We zoomed in on that hand, man. That is a, that is something that happens through the sympathetic nervous system. That is a tell. It's automatic. It's uncontrollable. It's a reflex. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. How was 2022 on your finances? Probably not great. And it's not your fault. Our government is spending way too much money and giving that money to the dumbest people. They passed a $1.7 trillion omnibus package on Christmas Eve just to spite you, to insult you, and to tell you that they don't care about you. So maybe this is the year that you should start caring about your savings and securing your financial goals. When you've finally had enough the games that the government is playing with your savings and retirements, you should diversify into gold, birch gold. I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by our leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can get in now. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account today. Birch gold makes it so easy to convert your IRA or 401k into precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word Benny to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, Birch Gold can help you. Text Benny to 989898 today and go gold in the new year 2023. When he's under duress and he's lying and you know he's lying and he's lying about creating a Frankenstein virus that is a bioweapon and then it got released. Now it'd be nice to do a real investigation and find out Who released it? Why was it released? Now, China has gone and essentially buried all of the evidence. So it would take an an actual, it would just take an administration with force. It would take an administration with will to power to find this out. And we certainly could. Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted today, 2023 is a great year to impeach Joe Biden. It would also be a great year to put Dr. Fauci in jail. Now, again, I talked to you about my children. My two-year-old figured out what Christmas is kind of this year. She got a trampoline. She calls it a bouncy house. So the trampoline is the big Christmas present this year that my my two-year-old got. And she loved it. And we wrapped it up. We put it on the tree. And we got her trampoline, bouncy house. She won't won't stop jumping on it. What is the thing I'm not going to stop jumping on? This story. This is my present. This story. Because we have done documentaries on this. We have gone and researched it. We've spoken with the laboratory technicians. We've spoken with the whistleblowers out of China. We have done the story for two and a half years and dogs got a bone and I'm not going to let go. And so when I saw this tweet from Elon Musk today saying, yes, this is a bioweapon. Elon Musk straight up saying, this is a bioweapon. Yo, I said, it's about time. It's about time for people to actually understand the truth. Elon Musk tweeted uh, at 2.30 a.m. this morning. I think gain of function in context is another way of saying bioweapon good nuggets in this article. Important to note that Fauci authored a 2012 paper arguing for gain of function research. Obama put it on pause. Fauci restarted it. And Elon Musk shares an article about this. Elon Musk shares this article. Fauci argued the benefits of gain of function research. What does that article say? Let's go ahead and dive into it. What is Elon Musk sharing? What is Elon Musk telling us here? Newly resurfaced paper, 2012, Dr. Fauci argued that the benefits of -of gain-of-function research are worth the increased risk of potential pandemic-causing lab accident. This article is titled, Fauci Argued the Benefits of -of Gain-of-Function Research. It outweighed pandemic risk. What? What? How is he not in prison? This weekend, the Weekend Australian, which is the... um, I guess the the publication here unearthed a paper Fauci wrote in the American Society of Microbiology in October 2012, where he argued the support of gain of function research. Such research involves making viruses more infectious and or deadly. Experts have raised the possibility that COVID-19 pandemic had originated uh, had originated, was created in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, where gain of function experiments on back coronavirus had been conducted with Dr. Fauci's funding. We've already showed we showed you. Okay, if you follow the show, you already know. Despite the risks involved to Dr. Fauci's gain-of-function experiments, important work in his 2020 writing, 2012 writing, correction, forgive me, in an unlikely but conceivable turn of events, 
What if scientists becomes infected with the virus, which leads to an outbreak and ultimately triggers a pandemic? Many ask question, reasonable questions. Given the possibility of such a scenario, however, remote, should the initial experiments have been performed and or published in the first place? And what's the process involved in this decision? Scientists working in this field might say, as indeed, this is Fauci writing, by the way, we're reading directly from his paper. As indeed, I have said, the benefits of such experiments and the resulting knowledge outweigh the risk. When do we put them in jail? When is prison? And I'm ta not talking like we put them inside of the Jelaine Maxwell prison here in Florida, the federal prison here in Florida, essentially like a recreation camp for senior citizens. I'm talking like the Hague. Try him for crimes against humanity. Try him the way you tried people who committed mass murder on the human race. That's what you need to do with Dr. Fauci. This is what's happening. Elon Musk, linking to this article, Elon Musk, what, whatever, man. Do you, do you like him? Do you not like him? I don't care. A lot of people hate him. He's clearly one of the smartest guys on planet Earth, okay? He's one of the smartest people on planet Earth. He created technology that has moved the human race forward, okay? So some of it you may agree with, some of it you may not. It's inarguable. That Elon Musk is one of the smartest guys on earth. And Elon Musk knows his way around a laboratory and knows his way around creation of new things. And so when Elon Musk says it's a bioweapon, it's a bioweapon. There is no other way to define this. A bioweapon is a is a manufactured. Let's just do it right now. Bioweapon. A biological weapon. A manufactured microorganisms like a virus, bacteria, fungi, or toxic substances produced that can be used to harm people or the human race. That's the definition of a bioweapon. So if they were creating COVID-19 in a lab, which they were, and if Dr. Fauci was funding it, which he did, then where's his culpability? Where's prison? That's the definition of a bioweapon. The Weekend Australian, we're going back to this article, okay? Adds that Fauci, the director of the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, did not alert senior White House officials before lifting the ban on gain-of-function research in 2017. Oh, interesting that. Isn't that fascinating? So as soon as Donald Trump gets into office, Dr. Fauci doesn't lift his ban. I'm sorry. Dr. Fauci lifts the ban and doesn't tell anyone about the lifting of the ban. Didn't alert senior White House officials before lifting the ban on gain-of-function research. In 2014, the Obama administration paused funding of gain-of-function experiments in 22 fields, including those involving, involving SOS, influenza, mirrors, because of the increased risk of experimentation. What? Are you going to make me compliment Obama? Don't make me compliment Obama. How is it that the Obama administration figured out that this is dangerous to the human race? Dr. Fauci at Georgetown giving a speech. No one's no one's paying attention to him. There's like 12 people in the audience. Everyone's eating. You can hear everyone having lunch. But Dr. Fauci gives a speech right the day before Donald Trump is inaugurated. And he says, in this next administration, there is going to be a worldwide global pandemic. He says it. This guy, this is what the horror stories are made of. This is what like the bad guys in the movies that work for the federal government and are actually double agents and, and like like set on world destruction, this guy. And somebody needs to ask him about this clip. Here's a clip of Dr. Fauci guaranteeing a pandemic in Donald Trump's administration, guaranteeing it. Then he lifts the gain-of-function ban. He doesn't alert anyone in the White House, and he goes back to funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan, where this virus comes from. The EcoHealth Alliance diverted 600000 in grants to the National Institute of Virology inside of Wuhan in the form of subgrants in 2014 through 2019 the purpose of studying bat coronaviruses we know that covid covid these bat corona these coronaviruses you can tell exactly which species they're from they're from a horseshoe bat horseshoe bats a very specific type of bat in china the us government has reportedly assessed that the wuhan institute of virology was conducting gain of function research in some form according to a march politico excerpt washington post columnist joe uh, joe rogan's book Josh Rogan's book, so on and so forth. Fauci maintains that no U.S. funding went to the Wuhan Institute of Virology was directed towards gain-of-function research. That's not true. They're playing word games. 
Fauci wrote in 2012 that virologists need to respect that there are genuine and legitimate concerns for this type of research domestically and globally, but he didn't care and he promised a pandemic during Trump's administration. Watch. Is that there is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. Whoa, there will be a surprise outbreak in the coming administration. This was the day before Donald Trump was inaugurated. I'm sorry, Dr. Fauci, what the hell did you mean by that exactly? Why don't you tell us under oath? Why were you predicting a surprise outbreak? of infectious disease in Donald Trump's administration. Absolutely fascinating stuff here, man. I mean, like absolutely fascinating stuff. Nonetheless, Twitter had a fan club devoted to this guy. There was a Twitter Fauci fan club. Unironic homage to Dr. Fauci inside of Twitter. Elon Musk is promising to release the Fauci files this week. We will find out the answers to these questions. I love to ask the questions. What will we find out this week? Elon Musk says that the Fauci files will be released. Watch. Twitter CEO Elon Musk teasing a new batch of Twitter files relating to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Musk tweeting that 2023 won't be boring, in which Juanita Broderick replied, waiting for Fauci files. Hours later, Musk replied, later this week, there have been nine editions of Twitter files already released since Musk took over. All right. So what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? What is this? There's a uh, the Fauci file preview. What do we got here? So Juanita Broderick of Bill Clinton fame. I mean, it's a it really is incredible. It's like Mad Libs with these people. Like you can just or you can just insert who are the evil people in the world. It's so easy. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Bill Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein. They're all connected. Every single one of them. Juanita Broderick is one of the people who alleged rape by Bill Clinton. We love Juanita. We're big fans of her. We talk with her. We bring her on the show on occasion. She's amazing. She got her Twitter account back. She was banned. Uh, She got her Twitter account back. And Elon Musk, they're confirming later this week. So what is going to be inside of these files? I will tell you exactly what's going to be inside these files. You're going to be able to see Anthony Fauci's DMs. You're going to be able to see what he was sending and the emails he was sending to people at Twitter to censor Americans, to censor his fellow scientists. We already know that Jay Bhattacharya was censored, that Jay Bhattacharya was on a do not amplify list inside of Twitter internally. We already, he's, he, he is the leading infectious disease expert in the world. He works at Stanford and Dr. Fauci was using his power to get him censored on Twitter. Who else? Who else was Dr. Fauci personally going after? Elon Musk is going to release these files. Will they lead to further prosecution of Dr. Fauci? James Comer was answering this on Fox News this weekend. Go. Finally, Elon Musk just teased the release of new Fauci files this week, tweeting, hope you're having a great day one, 2023. One thing's for sure, it won't be boring. Are you expecting a smoking gun with regard to Anthony Fauci in the Fauci files? I'm expecting to see more involvement from the government in censoring speech. And this is very concerning. This is something that uh, we've been talking about for the past several weeks on on your show. Uh, The government should never play any role in censoring speech. Uh, We're concerned that the government has spent a significant amount of money of taxpayer dollars, creating a task force of at least 80 full-time employees to do nothing but censor social media posts and censor conservative speech. You know, history will show that Dr. Fauci made a lot of mistakes. And history is also going to show, and I think Elon Musk is going to have a a big role in that, that the government played a large role in trying to combat uh, anyone who was a critic of Dr. Fauci, anyone who questioned Dr. Fauci's science in in, uh, ensuring that their voices weren't heard. Uh, We're paying the price every day for the mistakes that Dr. Fauci made during COVID. And I think what Elon Musk has the opportunity to do is show exactly how big a role the government played in getting Dr. Fauci's back on every controversial statement he made that affected our lives in a negative way over the past three years. I'm sure when the time is right, you are excited to call Mr. Anthony, Dr. Anthony Fauci to the halls of Congress to testify. 
you hear that? We should also strip him of the doctor title. We should go about the process. People shouldn't be able to call him doctor. Okay. This 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 man has committed extreme evil. He has broken the Hippocratic oath at the very you know on, on its very basis level to not do harm to other human beings. So here's what we know. Look, what, see the tweet one more time in all of its glory. Elon Musk saying that Dr. Fauci created a bioweapon with the Chinese government. This was a Chinese lab. This is the final breakdown, and then we'll move on. But this is this is what ha- we have the evidence, and we presented it to you here. Let's recap. There was a ban on gain-of-function research. There's still a ban of gain-of-function research. Dr. Fauci loves gain-of-function research and pushed it and is continuing to push it because he is an evil, barbaric, Frankenstonian individual who is a complete degenerate who wants to see suffering and human suffering. So he wants to make viruses more deadly, and he doesn't care who gets hurt in the process. He wants to create. He is the evil, he is the evil force inside of any Hollywood movie that you see where an evil scientist is creating a weapon to kill all of humanity. That is Dr. Fauci, okay? Dr. Fauci is stopped from doing that because his funding comes from the U.S. government. And the Obama administration was smart enough to say, hell no, you're not going to do that kind of research here or anywhere. Banned. Now, they banned it for a number of years. And then as soon as Donald Trump gets inaugurated, Dr. Fauci goes back to funding gain-of-function research. We have the receipts. He gave multi-millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology through EcoHealth Alliance to build super viruses. And that's what they did. They used horseshoe bat coronaviruses, a very specific type of coronavirus found inside of the horseshoe bat, which lives inside of high, dark caves. It's a creature that stays far away from human beings in the south of China. Very specific creature. But they are a natural repository of coronaviruses. He funded an institute that hikes up into those caves harvests the bat, rips the virus out of them, and then snips them in the lab to add spike proteins so that they can infect human bodies and hurt you or kill you. Fauci funded that. It's confirmed. Okay? That's real. Now, what we don't know is what was the process of that creation? How did it get out of the laboratory? How was it released? Definitionally, that is a bioweapon. And so Elon Musk is here saying, right there on your screen, gain of function in context is another way of saying bioweapon. Good nuggets in this article. Important to note that Fauci authored a 2012 paper arguing gain of function research. That's what we know. And we know that Dr. Fauci shakes, shakes like a rat in the cold. When asked about this, I think it's worth playing Dr. Fauci shaking one more time just to wrap this all up, let you know that we're over the target. Watch the man shake. He knows he's guilty of one of the largest crimes against humanity in human existence. Watch. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists, those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. Cause the pandemic. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were They're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you admit the truth. And you implying. Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come. You ever seen it? You've seen Fauci do hundreds of thousands of interviews. You've never seen him shake like that over the target. Over the target. Other people are shaking around the country in leftist cities as Elon Musk closes down Twitter headquarters in these cities. Twitter closes its Seattle office as Elon Musk continues to slash company spending. Twitter will close down its San Francisco office, its headquarters. Mark my words. And we're going to do 2023 predictions at the end of the show. I have a number of predictions that will come true in 2023. You can hold me to them. Twitter is closing down its Seattle office and instructing employees to work from home. Social media company is reportedly facing eviction from Seattle's Century Square Tower because the tech giant has stopped paying rent. Twitter has been at the location since 2014. Accommodates 200 employees. Twitter's cutting its costs, shutting down this office. It's also stopped paying rent in this Bay Area headquarters. New York Times reported that Twitter cut security and janitorial services at the Seattle office, left some employees having to bring their own toilet paper into the office. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. Oh, it's very serious. Very serious issue. 
This is a very serious issue. According to Zoe Schaefer, managing editor at the tech platform uh, platformer, uh, employees at the Seattle office have been told to work remotely via email. Seattle Times reported that 208 and the Seattle workers were laid off in November. Uh, a 7,500 person workforce. Elon Musk has cut that workforce in half after his $44 billion acquisition. Musk said uh, during a live Twitter forum earlier this month, the company was on track to have a negative cash flow situation of $3 billion a year. Yikes. Before Musk take over Twitter, the company was only occasionally profitable. Musk, who's also the CEO of SpaceX, Tesla, says the new verification system has been a revenue stream as well as means of identifying, like knowing what a real person is, bot or trial situation. We are finding out so much about the internal workings of Twitter. We're finding out about the evils of our deep state. Twitter was a consensus manufacturing mechanism. That's all it was. Twitter, what Elon Musk bought was a crime scene with the evidence and with the murder weapons still inside of it. So what has been released so far in the Twitter files and what we're going to find out this week in the Fauci files is that the federal government essentially used Twitter and then paid. So they paid multi-millions of dollars, three and a half million dollars. Three and a half million dollars the FBI paid in order to censor Americans. That's a fact. I mean, the, the world should stop turning right now because of that information. Now, the corporate, broken, mainstream press which is dying, which is withering on the vine, which is losing and hemorrhaging viewers, which is laying off staff in mass while we are hiring staff, while we are gaining in viewers. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason why the corporate press is failing is because they are not talking about the issues that American people care about. The American people care when this government lies to them. The American people care that the CIA killed Kennedy. We care about that kind of stuff. That's important for us to know. That informs our decisions about who leads us and what our government's functions are. So the government can't have that information out. They were using Twitter to manufacture consensus. To only push forward government-approved narratives. And you saw how well that worked during COVID. And so it is with uh, great import that we cover all of these major updates from Elon Musk. We're very excited to be speaking with this month. We have booked a number of Elon Musk's top generals inside of this Twitter takeover. Some of his best advisors will be coming on the show and talking about this with us. So please stay tuned, stay subscribed, keep watching. We have a absolute rocket ship, SpaceX rocket ship, pardon the pun, to uh, bring to you in 2023 to start off. We're going to start off with a bang here. Uh, why do we care? about the government lying to us. Well, because of stories like this about Ray Epps, this is why. It's these kind of things. This kind of stuff. It's this. These are the giant flaming red flags that make you stop and say, wait a second, is everything everything that I think I know a lie? Is it all a lie? This stuff about Ray Epps is unbelievable. I orchestrated it. Ray Epps texted his nephew on January 6th. Incredible. Ray Epps, the man who was filmed at at the Capitol in the lead up to January 6th, saying we need to go into the Capitol, texted his nephew on January 6th that he orchestrated it, orchestrated the storming of the Capitol. Protesters breached the Capitol building that afternoon. According to the January 21st, 2022 transcripts of Ray Epps' interview, January 6th committee, he texted his nephew and said, I was in the front with a few others. I orchestrated it. In one video featured on Tucker Carlson, Epps was filmed on January 5th saying, we need to go into the Capitol. Later added, I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to get it, go to jail for this. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Watch. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? <laughs> Got to tell you guys, I mean, like, if there is one person who deserves to be arrested for January 6th, it's the cop who shot Ashley Babbitt. If there are two people who deserve to be arrested for January 6th, it's Ray Epps and the cop who shot Ashley Babbitt. Someone in the crowd exclaims, what? In response to Ray Epps, and they started chanting fed at him. Well, was he a fed? Ray Epps is a free man right now. While still, patriots who are guilty of what? Trespassing? 
I read somewhere the breakdown of the charges is like, like, like the vast majority of charges are trespassing. January 6th. People who didn't know what they were doing wandering through the Capitol. Yeah, you hit a cop, you beat a cop. I don't care who you are. If you're if you're hitting police officers, you got to go to jail. I'm not going to allow that. I'm never going to I'm never going to paint that as a good thing. But for the rubes who wander into the US Capitol with their teeny little flag, American flag they got from Walmart for 25 cents because they thought this was a free tour, who were like walk, like walking through the barrier, who were like waiting in line to walk through the barriers like inside the Capitol Rotunda, like adhering to the velvet lines in the Capitol Rotunda. Uh, what? Wait, what? These people still rot in prison. Hundreds of them. Dozens of them will be in jail for terms that are like years long for trespassing. But Ray Epps, Ray Epps, the guy who was fomenting walking into the Capitol on tape, in color, in living color, and who according to his January 6th interview under oath is texting his cousin about orchestrating January 6th. There's only one man, only one man. It ain't Donald Trump. I promise you that. Uh, listen, I heard loud and clear what Donald Trump said on that morning because I sat in the, well, like I sat right next to Alex Jones that day, Donald Trump at the Capitol. I, I, was, like, I was like sitting there. I RSVP'd and they put me up there in the front row, sat there and watched Trump's speech. Donald Trump said march peacefully. Then he tweeted march peacefully. Then he tweeted don't attack cops. Donald Trump said all those things. There's one dude who actually said go into the Capitol. We need to go into the Capitol and I'm going to be arrested for this. And you know his name. Epps was briefly on the FBI's wanted list, but was quickly and mysteriously removed in the months following the Capitol breach. Epps later spoke twice to the January 6th committee. A spokesperson for the committee said Mr. Epps informed us that he was not employed by working with or acting at the direction of any law enforcement agency on January 5th or 6th or at any time where he has never been an informant for the FBI or law enforcement agency. So what does he mean by I orchestrated it? What does he mean? I mean, you can see that throughout the transcript, you can see it here. What I meant by orchestrated is I helped people get in there. Well, okay. What? Epps answered when asked about orchestrating it. I just meant that I got, you have to understand our relationship, uncle, nephew. We hunt together. We have fun with each other. We do that kind of stuff. Huh? What's going on here? This kind of stuff leads to more questions, more questions than answers. And Thomas Massey has those questions. Thomas Massey, probably our favorite member of Congress, this morning uh, tweeting about the January 6th committee. And Thomas Massey is saying the January 6th committee abandoned all pretenses of legitimacy and bent over backwards to exonerate Ray Epps, who persistently directed protesters into the Capitol and told reporters that he expected to go to jail. And Texas, I orchestrated it once his mission was complete. Ironically, the January 6th committee didn't push back on Epps' narrative that Antifa did, did it, not him. Staff and members at the committee so thoroughly beclowned themselves that they sat on and transcribed interview for over a year and released it only in the final week of their existence. Full transcript here for those who haven't seen it yet to clarify a transcript of their first interview of Epps over a year ago and recorded in the undisclosed discussions with him between the first interview released and the interview conducted almost a year ago have never been made available outside of the committee. So why are they protecting Ray Epps? Why? It's also a very interesting point. Epps did not push back on the narrative that Antifa broke in to the Capitol. That's a little interesting. It's a little curious there. The curious case of some of the um, Antifa people who were LARPing as MAGA supporters that day who are on camera talking about wearing MAGA hats and infiltrating in order to cause problems. By the way, this was all going on, the initial breach of the Capitol, while Donald Trump was still speaking. This was all going on while Donald Trump was still speaking. It's an insane story. I, I, I watched Alex Jones turn white as a sheet. He was like a few, few seats over. I watched him turn white as a sheet and get up and then run away. Seriously, during Donald Trump's speech. And what was happening there was Alex Jones realized what was going on. Alex Jones had been told that people were breaking into the Capitol and Alex Jones suddenly realized that this was an op and that this was going to just like really harm the movement and to really destroy people. 
I watched Alex Jones, and I didn't know this was going on. I watched Alex Jones jump up out of his chair and essentially sprint across a field that was protected by the Secret Service and, like, demanded the Secret Service let him through. He could go to the Capitol and try and, like, dissuade people from breaking in, but it had already been done. It had already been done and orchestrated, in his own words, by Ray Epps. The January 6th committee, the January 6th committee sat on this information. Incredible. They sat on this information. What Trump said on Truth Social is the unselect committee. Political thugs have withdrawn the subpoena of me. Withdrawn the subpoena of me. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, jumping to the next, I mean, jumping, continuing with January 6th, but jumping to the next story. The January 6th committee completely withdraws Trump's subpoena. Okay. Got it. Got it. Ray Epps, you're good to go, dude. You're good to go. You're on camera telling people to go into the Capitol. You're texting your nephew that you orchestrated it. You have no good answers for this. Got it. You're good to go. Get out of here. Little granny with a 25 cent American flag. You're in prison for the next seven years for trespassing. Your government is run by criminals. It's a mafia. It's a mafia run by criminals that protect themselves. They wanted to get Trump. They subpoenaed Trump for the headline. They never, ever wanted to hear Trump's answers on this. And now they've withdrawn the subpoena. January 6th committee officially withdraws the subpoena of former President Trump. Testified before Congress, letter sent to Trump attorney David Warrington, Benny Thompson, chairman of the January 6th committee, but not for long, said the subpoena was that he issued Trump back in October would no longer be pursued. As you know, the select committee has concluded its hearings, released the final report, and has reached its end. In light of the imminent end of the investigation, the select committee no longer pursue, blah, blah, blah. Therefore, through this letter, I hereby formally withdraw the subpoena issued to former President Trump. Trump saying on Truth Social, select committee political thugs withdraw their subpoena concerning the January 6th protest. Probably did so because they knew I did nothing wrong nor or that they were about to lose in court. Now, probably both are true. Donald Trump has had this fraudulent subpoena withdrawn because they were going to lose in court and because this was going to give Donald Trump a, a really you know, robust capacity to prove his case. It's pretty wild when you go through and you look at Donald Trump's last tweets before being banned from Twitter. The Donald Trump Twitter archive is fascinating, and now his account is back up. He hasn't tweeted. I don't think he will tweet. He has a fiduciary uh, obligation to Truth Social, so he's probably not going to tweet. That's too bad. Uh, I liked Donald Trump on Twitter, and I thought it made the world a more insane place and a more entertaining place. But his last tweets that you can find are him saying, go peacefully to the Capitol. Don't behave violently. Don't attack police officers. What are you doing? What is you doing? Those are like Donald Trump's last tweets. Now, why do they need to cover that up? Because they needed a narrative. And this is the narrative. This is the narrative, okay? The, you know, the narrative is that Donald Trump fomented an insurrection. Well, I mean, first off, a violent insurrection, right? First off, this is the first unarmed violent insurrection. The only person killed was a Trump supporter on that day. And secondarily, Donald Trump fomented nothing. Donald Trump never said it. You, you, in, to prove to prove that you orchestrated violence, it's a super high threshold. You're going to have to show me Donald Trump laying out the maps for his supporters, showing the soft entry points for the Capitol. You're going to have to show me Donald Trump taking away police officers or taking away protections from the Capitol building. You know who did that? Nancy Pelosi. You know who was at half staff that day? The Capitol Police. You know who declined the National Guard? Was Nancy Pelosi. Cash Patel up on our show telling us, yo, we sent in the National Guard. Nancy Pelosi said no. The way it works is the president can authorize the National Guard to be deployed to a place, but the person in charge of that place, so the Capitol building would be Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, they have to accept that help. Otherwise, it'd be seen as an invasion on domestic soil. You're not allowed to do that. So that's what that's what happened. Nancy Pelosi turned down the extra guards, the National Guards. I promise you this, Ray Epps and these, like, s these stick figure Antifa goons, LARPing and MAGA hats, these guys would not have been able to get through a National Guardsman. Fully teched out in gear. Wasn't going to happen. But I'll tell you some things that will happen. I'll tell you some things that will happen in 2023. Here's my predictions for 2023 in this new glorious year. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. One, DeSantis and Trump are going to fight. Tomorrow, I head out to DeSantis's inauguration. I'm uh, invited to go. Curious. It's going to be interesting. I want to sort of feel the energy. I have no endorsements. I really like DeSantis. I really like DeSantis. And I really like Trump. And so I have no endorsements. I'm a big fan, however, of letting them fight. Got to tell you. 
Big fan of letting him fight. Benny, don't say that. I heard this all holiday season. Benny, don't say that. We love Trump or we love DeSantis. We don't want anyone to get hurt. No. Stop being naive. Stop it. Stop it. Judge Benny in session. I rule that the fight must happen. If Ron DeSantis runs, I've gotten a number of uh, indicators, actually, that Ron DeSantis will run. We'll see. But if Ron DeSantis runs, the fight is good. Politics is pain. This is not an arena of the angels. This is a war zone. And you need, we need as a movement, the strongest person to represent us. This happens. Laws of the jungle. Watch a nature documentary. The majestic lion, as God created him, roaming the jungle. He's in charge of a pride. 20, 30 females. And all those little cubs and all those little kids. And that lion is in charge, the protector. But he doesn't suffer other little lions. Right now, Donald Trump is the lion. The big mane stomping around in the jungle. The old lion in charge of the Republican Party. That is undeniable. Young lions challenge the older lion. And they fight. And they they it's brutal. And they maul each other. What's going on? They're deciding dominance to see who can best protect the people. It's good to have a fighter. It's good to have protection. It's good to have people fight. And so I'm telling you, embrace it because it's going to happen. So it's best to embrace this arena. This arena is a blood sport. It is a war zone. There are no better angels here. Dr. Fauci, Joe Biden, these people are frauds. Joe Biden vacationing in St. Croix in the Caribbean while people freeze to death here in America. That happened. Joe Biden checking his watch during a dignified transfer while the soldiers that he ordered to their death get rolled off the plane in Afghanistan from Afghanistan in Dover, Delaware. Joe Biden's checking his watch. You remember that. Yeah, these people don't care about you. So it's best to have a powerful person to defend us and to fight them and destroy them. And you're going to need that. And that fight's going to be good. I'll tell you this. You're not going to get an endorsement from me. Maybe not forever. because You ain't going to get an endorsement here. I'm going to give it to you the straight dish. I really like DeSantis as my governor. And I really like a lot of what Donald Trump did as president. And and am a big defender of the former president. And very close with both of their staffs. Very close. And so if the fight must happen, embrace it. And watch closely. We will see who is best. And then who will decide? Lucky for us, it's us. We will decide. The voters, you, me, Republican primary voters in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Georgia. Uh, uh, I don't know the exact rest of the primary uh, schedule, but you got Texas in there. You got California. You got Oklahoma. All these states will have primaries and voters will decide. We will decide as a movement who is best after the fight, after the battle. The boxers will go at it for 12 rounds, and then it'll go to us to issue the scorecards. So we'll see. And I trust you. I trust our movement. I trust our movement. I think we're stronger than we've ever been. Ever been. Mitch McConnell is more hated than he's ever been. And I think that's good. Here's some polls. Check it out. 538 polls. Uh, a lot of them are DeSantis versus Trump. These are very recent polls. Look at these. These are from the last week of December. Hold there for a second. Here's some, I'm showing you all this so that you know I'm not cherry picking, all right? All this so I'm not cherry picking. YouGov poll shows DeSantis up a couple points. Uh, DeSantis up a couple points on Trump. Uh, uh, DeSantis up a few points, 45, 43 there on Trump. Uh, uh, according, uh, according to another YouGov poll, YouGov, Yahoo News, uh, the morning consult has Trump up on DeSantis by a couple points. Big Village poll has DeSantis destroying Mike Pence. <laughs> Mike Pence fake announced for president over the over the uh, Christmas break. Somebody filed FEC paperwork to run for president as Mike Pence, but then they said they said that was a fake. So we'll you know we'll see what happens. Mike Pence is definitely going to run. Trump over DeSantis uh, by a huge margin there in the Big Village poll um, in December, and so on and so on. Uh, Trump defeating really soundly uh, the people that they put him up against. 
DeSantis defeating really soundly the people they put him up against. You see DeSantis versus Pence there. Um, so that's that's sort of the, the the scatter shot of polls and where they are right now. It's kind of all over the place. But the fight is between DeSantis and Trump. And we are going to say laws of the jungle on that one. Laws of the jungle. This is a war zone. Fight. Fight. Let them fight. The kaiju. Let them go. Uh, who's going to announce? Mike Pompeo is going to announce. Prepare yourself. Mike Pompeo is going to announce. This this spring is going to be all the announcements, okay? So all the announcements will happen this spring. This is when every Republican goes in and announce. Christy Noem will announce for president. Mike Pence will announce for president. Mike Pompeo will announce for president. Nikki Haley will announce for president. Ron DeSantis, I think odds are he'll announce for president. Who else? Tim Scott will announce for president, for sure. Tim Scott, Senator South Carolina. Um, you're going to have to show me any natural, con- you know, you're going to have to show me the natural uh, constituencies for like Mike Pence or Tim Scott outside of like their hometowns. Have you ever met someone who's like, I am so, t- have you ever gone to Arkansas and met someone who's like 100% Tim Scott fan? Huh? No, man. There's no, there's no like Nikki Haley fans in Minnesota that are like have like a Nikki Haley sign in their yard and like have Nikki Haley on their shirts. No, they don't exist. So it's going to be Trump versus DeSantis. I can tell you this. I can go back to my hometown in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and I can talk about Ron DeSantis and everyone has an opinion on Ron DeSantis and everyone has an opinion on Donald Trump. Every one of them. But if I were to go like, hey, John Bolton, what do you think of John Bolton? John Bolton said he might run. They'd be like, who? I'd be like, yeah, he looks like the Muppet with the mustache. No one cares. The recession will worsen. There are some people saying the economy is about to get better. No, ladies and gentlemen. All the indicators are is that it's going to get bad. Everyone says it's going to get bad. U.S. banks are warning of recessions. Uh, and Elon Musk is warning of recessions. And this last year was one of the worst years in stock market history. U.S. bank warns of recession. Inflation hurts consumers, shares fall. You've seen the stock market take an absolute slaughtering in 2022. It's going to get worse. We spent too much money. Our money's worth nothing. And there are large forces at play around the world to attack the petrol dollar. So right now, our money is backed up because our money is what you sell oil in. So as you get rid of the sales of oil, and as the as the BRICS system, which is the system run by China and Russia, start to trade oil in their system with their currency, you're going to ha- you're going to start seeing the deterioration of the dollar. So watch your cash flow this year. Watch your cash flow. Elon Musk does the same thing. Elon Musk again, the world's smartest man. He lost he lost I think many billions of dollars this year just because uh the stock market tanked and so much of his wealth is tied up in the stock market. Elon Musk predicts US uh, US recession next year that might last 18 months warns investors to be careful. Be careful. Elon Musk forecasts a US recession next year that will last until 2024. He advised investors to proceed cautiously. We spent too much money. We blew cash through a leaf blower into the dumbest sectors of our society. We shut down our society, our economy that was roaring hot. I am not keen to criticize Donald Trump, and I try not to criticize Donald Trump. There's plenty of that out there. I'm not, I don't try to criticize Donald Trump. But man, shutting down the economy, two weeks to slow the spread was just bad. It was just a bad, bad policy, bad idea, didn't save any lives. Bad, bad. By the way, we had the most roaring hot economy in American history, roaring, the most roaring hot economy ever. And what we now know is that that was a absolutely Fatal decision economically. And we're going to suffer the consequences of that shutdown for a very long time. You just can't do that. You just can't take a sledgehammer and smash an economy in the face like that and expect it to recover without major plastic surgery and without major recovery. And what you're going to have is a lot of pain through that process. That pain is going to continue. Worst year since 2008, stock market. Worst year since 2008. What happened in 2008? Massive collapse of the housing market, massive recession. Why? Because our dumbass government spent too much money put too much money into liquidity access assets, which were subprime-backed mortgages back then. They gave too many dumb people mortgages because it boosted their numbers and it boosted the amount of homeowners, and everyone liked it on the gravy train. All the pigs were getting slopped. And then what happened? Bubble burst. Bubble is bursting right now in our economy. The tech companies, hedge funds, 
The people who didn't have good business plans, didn't have good business models are just absolutely collapsing. FTX is the first of many. FTX is the canary in the coal mine. Canary in the coal mine, what does that mean? Miners would take a canary down to the coal mine. There are gases that can leak when you're mining coal. And if those gases, if the, the toxicity amount of those gases reach a certain level, the canary dies. Boom. Dead canary means you better get the hell out of that mine. Dead canary is FTX. And we better get the hell out of this mine. So make sure that you're making smart decisions, smart investments, hedge, leverage your assets smartly in 2023. It's going to be a hell of a storm. And we don't have smart people running this country right now. We have the woke running this country. And that's my third prediction, that the woke will also see their own inflationary bubble burst. Because right now, the woke are destroying some of our greatest institutions, some of our favorite pastimes, and quite frankly, the woke are destroying our storytelling. When was the last time Hollywood produced a good movie? Well, they didn't produce any good movies in 2022. This was supposed to be the pandemic's over, right? Like this was supposed to be time where you, you get a bunch of like great new products on the silver screen. This is Disney stock. Check it out. Disney lost more than $120 billion in market cap this year because they went woke and they produced garbage. Now, there are some notable exceptions like Top Gun, Maverick, which was just like unapologetic, old school, awesome, unapologetic, old school, masculine energy, dad energy, Tom Cruise and the son of, oh man, the son of his co-pilot, whatever. Guys, help me out here. What's his, what's his, Goose, the son of Goose. Whatever that, uh, whatever that, whatever that character's name is, played by um, uh, Miles Teller with a mustache, Rooster. There you go. Thank you. Un- unapologetic. I thought the Batman was good. I didn't mind the Batman. The bad guy in Batman was government fraud. Actually, no spoilers here, but the Batman in, in Batman ends up being government fraud and the government. So that's kind of a that's a good narrative, actually. Uh, but those are those are outliers. Big time outliers. Everything that Hollywood produces garbage and they're going to pay for it. Go woke, go broke, livable movies, books, TVs that bombed in 2022. There's lots of them. Lightyear, Strange World, Bros. What do we got? We got Lightyear. Yeah, Robert De Niro yelling about Trump. Okay. Yeah. AOC had a movie that is like at 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, Jamil Hill got fired from like for the 50th time. Yeah, stop investing in toxic people. Stop investing in toxic people and toxic products. Invest in things that are uplifting. Invest in creators and in content that uplifts and builds the country and protects the America that you want to live in and that you want to raise children in. And that's why we thank you for investing in this show. Thank you. 2022 was a breakout year for us on The Benny Show. It's a breakout year. Not only do we have this dope studio that we're going to be adding so many more things to, but we got millions of new subscribers, billions of views on our video, on our videos. And we're not trying to brag here. We're trying to thank you. That's it. And we're not trying to. We literally thank you. I tweeted on New Year's Eve. Thank you. Thank you. We are building together Judgment Day for these pricks. And so the bigger the show gets, the more you have my promise that we will fight for you. We'll take this show and you, this audience, places where we can go. We went on, we brought you on Trump's plane. We brought you driving around with MAGA rappers in their MAGA mobiles. We have so many incredible projects planned for 2023. It's going to be mind blowing. I'm going to take you all up to DeSantis' inauguration. If you're interested in that, we're going to be releasing a special on that. What's, what's that like? What's going on there? We're going to be. You are going to be bringing you insight into everyone running for president in 2024. We're going to do it honestly, clear-eyed. I'll tell you what I think. I'll ask for your opinion. We'll listen to you, and then we'll go. We'll go. This is a show of action. We are not sitting around like hoping someone else does the work. We will do the work, and we'll do the work because we want to protect these three things, God, family, country. Not like God needs our protection, but we want to protect our ability to worship God. We want to protect our ability to connect with God. We want to protect our ability to have a godly nation. 
to protect our children, to protect this country. There are major predators out there. There are evil forces that have existed for all time, all time. Christ gets tempted and taken up to the mountainside and Satan shows him what? What? A pile of gold? He shows him all the cities of the world. Satan shows him all the kingdoms of the world. That's He didn't show Jesus bitcoins. Uh, he didn't open up a crypto wallet for him. He said, look at all these nations. Look at all these big cities. Look at all these New Yorks, these LAs. Look at all these Seattles. I own these places. See all those people, these diseased people on the street walking around, drugged out of their minds, pooping their pants on the sidewalk, breaking into Paul, Nancy Pelosi's house. See all these people? I own them. And Jesus, do, Jesus doesn't say no. Jesus just resists the temptation. So we are going to fight back against that. We're going to fight back against that disease and that virus. Not just the viruses that Fauci creates in Wuhan, but the mind virus, which is far scarier. The mind virus. We are going to defeat it here on this show. We're going to spit the truth. We're going to have fun doing it. And we're going to say that we are deeply grateful for you in 2023. Onward and upward, baby. On The Benny Show. Let's go. God bless you. Have a great 2023. See ya.